Yeah, come on now. Hey guys. It's just a pipe. Hey, what's going on guys? Here at the Swamp. Get ready to beat LSU. Y'all tune in to Rule Number One Podcast on Monday. Yeah. And we're back. You know, another episode, another week, episode 21. We got a cool one tonight. You know, not a lot of people can call themselves a professional photographer. But ladies and gentlemen, tonight our special guest star is Miss Bethany Respress. I'm sorry, Bethany. And she is the founder of Bethany Respress Photography. How are you doing? Good. How are you guys? I'm good. Can you come a little bit closer to the mic for us? Awesome. But, uh, you know, Bethany is a professional photographer. She has a business that's been doing pretty well. You do what? Weddings and whatnot? Weddings, portraits, a little bit of everything. Everything, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of your work. Very, very good work. You've gone out of the state and stuff too, right? Mm-hmm. All over the place. Awesome. Yeah, no, I uh, I really appreciate, you know, photographers and yeah. stuff like that because, like, I'm I'm kind of dabbling in it. Um, I uh, I started my own kind of little deal with, like, wildlife photography just because that's kind of like what I do for a living. It's yeah. always in the woods. So whenever I uh, – I hope to learn something from her um, because, you know, man, I feel like photography is just like a whole other world. It's an art. I mean, like, well, it's an art. And I feel like it's a whole other language because, like, there's all different like terms and there's all different settings and, like, you know – people don't appreciate like the the craft that these photographers yes. do because there's so much more that goes into taking pictures than really just like clicking the you know camera button like it it blows my mind when i started getting into it and it's like well dang why can't i make these pictures look like you know so and so and it's like I, I i don't understand and so i started watching youtube videos and i'm like dude like i gotta learn a whole other language you know like how whenever you're in elementary school and they like they tell you like oh yeah like you got to learn spanish or latin yes, or chinese yes. or whatever like man like this is a whole new deal and i'm out of school <laughs> <laughs> well i'm pretty bethany you're self-taught right on everything yep i s- tell everybody that it's YouTube University for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, definitely self-taught. I um, did reach out to a couple uh, like photographers when I first started, you know, asking questions, and I'm still asking questions all the time when I'm something's Ooh, going on. To. But yeah. um, everything else has been Google, YouTube, That's just crazy. photography blogs, all kinds of stuff like that. You know, when I was I was fortunate enough when I was in college, um, in my communication major, we had to take a digital photography one and a digital photography two. So, like, those two classes kind of taught me the ropes of the settings and stuff, like the aperture settings and everything right, that right. go into making, you know, good photos, um, not just using your iPhone. But, uh, you know, those classes are nice to, you know, give a basics for me. But, you know, for y'all two, learning off-rip, that is very tough. Yeah, dude, it's unreal. Like, like, I uh, I joke around, like, with my job and everything. I say, like, I'm a certified YouTube mechanic because, like, I have to work on a lot of things and I have to YouTube it. But, like... It's on. Un- <laughs> it's literally unreal. Like what you can learn on YouTube. Yes. Like all the different channels you can, at a click of a button in this 21st century, we can just Google one thing and all of a sudden pull up a video and like you can be self-taught. In people go like learn, like you know, work <laughs> work years and years on their craft. And honestly, you can learn basically what they learned in you know 15 minute YouTube yeah. video. Yep. It's unreal. How how long have you been going, Bethany? Um, uh, we're coming up on three years now. Already. So basically. Yeah, because COVID hit in 2020, and that's how I started, or when I started. You know, May of 2020. I remember, you know, a little bit of your story. You actually went to Florida Gulf Coast, right? Mm -hmm. And you did not do anything 
related no. to digital <laughs> photography or communication? What, what, what were you doing? So if I would have stayed and done what I was doing, I would be a physical therapist right now. Okay. <laughs> That's um, pretty big, you know, yeah, difference. So I, I did exercise science was my major. Um, they call it exercise physiology, yeah, and yeah. all kinds of stuff like that. Um, sports medicine. Um, and I was getting all the prereqs done I needed for the doctorate of physical therapy program. A doctorate degree? Like yes. A DR. Yeah. You'd have been doctor. Yes. Bethany Respers. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. But now I'm just <laughs> Bethany Respers. No, but yeah. you're owner but of Bethany Respers. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So COVID hit, kind of plans kind of changed. Like, that's the year I gra- was graduating. It was 2020. March of 2020 is when COVID hit. I had to move home. I, I thought about, you know, taking a year off and then going back or whatever, things just just didn't work out. I was like, maybe I should be a nurse. Maybe I should be a teacher, all these kinds of things. Yeah. Um, May of 2020, I, my parents asked me what I wanted for my graduation present, and they bought me a $300 Cam- camera. Nice. Canon camera. Okay. And I just started taking pictures. <laughs> started That's how it started. Wildlife <laughs> pictures. I still do wildlife here and there. Um more of just like the trees and stuff, not like animals. Right. I don't, I'm not patient enough to do the animal stuff. But, um, but then, yeah, so that's how it kind of started. I think it's crazy that you say I'm not patient. I've, I've seen TikToks and videos of like people in like ghillie suits yes. trying to get pictures of fox or like all kinds of, you know, different animals. That's insane. Could yeah. you imagine being that committed? Mine's that you have. Mine's a little bit different. The way I take pictures is, uh, you know, I, I take a lot of pictures of cows. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so that's kind of my job, so I can take pictures of cows. But. You have, like, a specific demographic, your target audience with your photos. Yeah, I just bring the food out, and I'll just run right up to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but before we forget, yes. um, Bethany, what is your number one rule you live by? Um, so I would probably say work harder. Okay. Um, just because um, you're never going to get everything in life handed yes. to you. And if you don't work for it, you're not going to get it and or get what you want. Yeah. Right. And if you don't work harder, you're not going to get even higher. Yeah. You know, you're not going to be able to keep going if you're not working hard enough. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, go ahead. Yeah, I feel like this generation, like a big time, which I've I've hit on this a little bit. This whole generation kind of feels like, and I was just thinking about this on the tractor today. This whole generation, <laughs> like, has this idea in their head that they can show up to their nine to five and just have their hand out, and one day they'll be a millionaire. Like, I can't tell you how many people I've talked yeah. to. Be like, I'm going to be rich one day, and then I'll be like, oh, okay, like, how are you going to do that? And I'm like. Oh, you know, I'm know, just I'm like, gonna, I'm going to go to work. Right. What, what do you mean? Fall. Like, <laughs> I, I know somebody very close to my life that has literally worked, I believe, 50, 50 years in the cattle industry. And he makes $16 an hour. Still? Still. Yeah. Dang. It's unreal. Like, yeah. like you get the things, the, these things don't just fall into your lap. And no. so like, I, I try to encourage people and be like, oh yeah, yeah I'm going to be a millionaire one day. Well, like what do you, what steps are you going to take to get there? Because like, if you talk to any successful businessman or businesswoman, they don't, they don't like they, yeah, exactly. You started <laughs> your own business three years ago. And so you have to venture out and do something. It doesn't have to be an entrepreneurship, yeah, but like right. you have to find a niche and to be able to move forward and make steps to get there. Like it just doesn't happen overnight. And I feel like our whole generation thinks that they'll just be millionaires by 30. Yeah. Like I don't get it. You have to work hard. You have to have side hustles and you have to take risk. You know, 
Bethany, you were an exercise science major, and I'm sure when you told your parents or your family or whoever you were with that day, you know, I'm starting my own photography business. They probably didn't think it was the best idea. Let's face it. Now look yeah. at you. You're killing it. Like you're going to Tennessee to take pictures. You're doing all that. And you're working harder. And I love that. It's kind of very simple, very sweet. Just mm-hmm. work harder. And, you know, it's a good mindset. And I want to ask you, though, do you ever find yourself going, you know, maybe I don't need to work harder. Maybe I need to, like, <laughs> take it back a notch and relax a day or two. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. So I have booked – Way too last year, I, w- I booked way too many weddings than what I was capable of doing at the time. Okay. Well, okay, I, I did them all, but what I thought I was going to be able to do, I I booked way more than what I thought I should have done. Yeah. Same for 2023. I already have way too many weddings booked than I think I'm going to be able to handle. <laughs> so I have had to actually like block off Saturdays and Sundays and be like, okay, no, like you're not doing anything on this day. And I still get people does this stay open? Is this stay open? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> is it open? Let me think about it. I don't know. It's like, do I make money or do I relax? Yeah, like we, it's tough. Yeah. It's we hard often, to find a balance. Yeah. We often find the same problem. You know, me and Nate being so busy with our jobs that we do from nine to five and recording. It's like some days we'll be texting each other and be like, uh, do we, do, are we recording Saturday or are we recording <laughs> Sunday? Yeah. Uh, we need to check the Google calendar or just something like, and it's always like, it's just that fear of not knowing yeah. i guess but it's crazy how you have to be so you know perfect with your timing to do extracurricular stuff oh yeah. definitely like we have stuff planned out like we try to stay like two weeks in advance and so yeah. we try to like if for instance you know something could happen or you know brian and i could be drained and if we want to take off a week we can take off a week but that comes with proper preparation right. um i uh, i was telling my cousin the other day and uh, it's called the five p's says okay yeah the five p's <laughs> proper preparation prevents piss poor performance and so if you live by that then you're, you're, you know, you're never caught by surprise. And I feel like you're kind of doing that with um, your whole scheduling. You might be overloading yourself, but if you block off those days, you kind of have time to be like, take a step back and relax. Yeah, So sure. work harder and you've been working hard. Obviously you already said, you know, you're pretty booked up for 2023. How did this, you know, start? When did you sit down and say, all right, I want to start Bethany Respers Photography LLC. Like where did this whole progress be- or process begin for you? Um, I don't really know. Like, I don't know how to answer. Not that I don't know how to answer it. I just don't know exactly where it started. So as soon as I got my camera, I was taking those wildlife pictures, you know, and of the random birds that were in the backyard. Um, and then I just started, like I had these girls I used to babysit when they were kids. I was like, Hey, y'all want to model for me? Like, I just like, I have an idea. Just to try it out. Yeah. find a cute dress that's in your closet and like come model. So I started taking pictures of them and I'm like, I don't hate it. Let's do it again. I I didn't hate that either. Let's do it again. Like, let me get a Mm -hmm. couple. Let me see if I like that. And then that's kind of how I just started doing it like that. And then eventually I was like, you know, this, my people are complimenting me. So I should probably (laughs) do something about this. (laughs) They're they're willing to pay me. So I should probably do something. Well, have you like fell in love with the art of photography over time? Yes, absolutely. I like, Every, I feel like every session or every wedding, I'm like, this is better than it was last time. I had more fun this time than I did last time. I found something new about it that I love or, yeah. you know, and I just, I don't know. I just, I'm excited to see where the key it takes me. To see the growth. Yeah. And that's so, 
you know, I can relate there because, you know, with this, we're seeing the growth in everything we do. I mean, heck, our first episode, we started off with no camera, <laughs> no lighting, no nothing. We had literally this setup just because it was a little cool hangout, this soundboard, and that was it. And we just talked to the microphones that night. But to see where we're <laughs> yeah, to see where we're at now, it's pretty nice. And I I'm sure you've seen a lot of growth. Like where's what are some of the moments that you know that growth has been really significant for you? Um I will say this is going to this is going to sound really stupid, but um was it last weekend? No, not last weekend, the weekend before, the last wedding I did. Um they the Oh, like I said, this is going to sound so stupid. <laughs> um, so the bride was from Mexico, and they had a tradition where they made these huge, like, puppets, like mm-hmm. huge puppets that they walked down the street with. Like the, like the bride and groom? Yes. Okay. They're like a puppet of the bride and a puppet of the groom. Kind you got to post this on your Instagram, uh, by it's, the way. It's on there, so I'll make sure you guys see it. <laughs> i got to check it out. <laughs> um, and then... Um, there's a mariachi band that follows them, and everybody walks from the church that they get married in to the reception hall. And they're playing in the mariachi, and they're just everyone's having a good time. Everyone's dancing. The couple's dancing, leading the whole thing. And something about that moment the other day, I was taking the pictures. I just, like, s- stopped, took a little video, and I was like, this is what I get to do for a living. Man, look at that. We'll put it right? on the screen for our right. guys That's yeah. very cool. at home. But that is so cool. Yeah. So, I mean, just like just that there, I was like, I'm enjoying it. Like, I'm yeah. having a lot of fun. And I think that was the biggest part of growth for me because I was like, I, you know, with job, everybody has, hates their, not that they hate their job, but sometimes it gets tedious and you're not going to do it. It becomes yeah. work. Yes. Right. Yeah. That moment, I was like, tears were falling out of my eyes. I'm not a crier at yeah. all. Like I am, I'm tough. I'm a tough cookie. Okay. Yeah. And I was crying. I was like, I don't know. Like I enjoy this so much. And I think that was the biggest, like just growth I've seen in the past three years for me in that job. Well, you've truly realized that in the moment of while you're doing it, it's not work anymore. Right. It's, it's your passion. It's your, you know, it's what gets you up in the morning. It's what literally puts food on your plate now. Yeah. Right. And that's so nice for you to realize that so young because now you know what's your career path's going and you've already, you know, built up a pretty solid clientele and you're going places. I know on your Instagram bio, um, you can say the name of it, by the way, if you want, but I, it says coming soon to Georgia and Tennessee too. Yeah, so that was actually last year. I actually just updated it. No, I just updated it like two days ago, so you're fine. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so last year I went to Georgia um, for a wedding, and it was actually a girl that I went to school with. So she just went up there and got married and then did a wedding in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Oh, nice. Beautiful mountain, perfect sunset. It was just the perfect day. Um, but next year, or this year, this year, 2023, we're actually going to Maryland to Tillman Island, which is right on the Chesapeake Bay. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, that's really cool. excited. So like in terms of like, I know we've mentioned your social media, like you've grown your clientele so much. How do you market yourself? Do you just yeah. basically rely on word of mouth or posting or, you know, how do you get new clients? So my biggest for the last year for 2022, I've just been going over all my reports lately for tax reasons, but um, I, the, my biggest two places of like marketing where pe- my clients are coming from is one word of mouth and two Instagram. Nice. Okay. Um, so with Instagram, I, you know, I use all the hashtags like Florida photographer, Florida wedding photographer, 
I never thought those actually worked. Mm -hmm. But that wedding I was just talking to you about where the girl was from mm -hmm. Mexico, they actually lived in, te in Texas and they had family in Melbourne, Florida, and they found me through one of the hashtags. Thing. That's crazy. my work and they were like let's hire her and i've had two more just from hashtags specifically from instagram you That's know we've great. had the same luck on some of our clips that we've posted from prior episodes like uh we've had a hit on the hashtag indonesia for uh aditya's episode um for his reel on facebook it got up to like i think 10 or eleven thousand views or something like that about his van car and uh <laughs> that was a big thing I, but i have a question about that building off of Nate's here, do you see like a, a transition in the marketing strategy on Instagram? It, you know, Instagram used to be post square by square picture and hope you get the coolest picture and people are going to like it. Now it's just like, if you don't post a reel, you're not, you're, your stuff's not going to get right. seen or explored. Yeah, it is definitely switched to reels, which is so annoying mm -hmm. because I'm, one, I'm not good at it. I'm not good at TikTok or anything like that. I just watch <laughs> TikTok, you know? Um, so reels and then definitely like we really weird. I get a lot of hits on my stories. Okay. Um, so if I yeah. just post a, if I post a selfie and I'm like, oh, I'm going to this wedding here today, I get so many like hits on it and people are looking at it and I'm like, one, that's kind of weird, sketchy. They're looking at my face, but two, it's just so weird that it's stories and not the reels. Well, you know? are you using the location tags? No, no, that's yeah, that is weird. me neither. That is because, weird. Like I post stuff all the time, like on my story, and I'll get like these random people that see it and like will well, like, like my it. story, and they're real oh, people. Well, they're not like bots. Well, it's public. You have public accounts, right? Yeah, yeah well, but how are, can watch your story at that point? But like, how are they seeing it? Yeah, I'm wondering if it's somewhere like on the Explorer page or something, or, and I'm just not seeing I, it. I'm thinking that somebody maybe have saw y'all's reels, right? On They're there. like, these are random people. Well, yeah. <laughs> and it's like every day. See. You see random reels all the time yeah. on Instagram. They probably see your random reel that comes up on their feed, and they hit your page, and they see your story. And they're like, oh. There was, so this, is, this probably sounds bad, but there was this one photographer from somewhere, some in our country, I don't know, but okay. she was somewhere. Um, <laughs> she, there was... There was like two weeks where she, at least once a day she was liking one of my stories, and I'm like, you don't one, you don't follow me. Two, I don't follow you back. Like I don't stranger, you know, complete stranger. Yes, I blocked her from seeing my story because I was like, I'm just annoyed. Like, yeah, I, yeah. why are you just liking my stuff? I think it's more of like a marketing thing where they go out and they like are trying to find people, mm. get themselves recognized, so that that person will follow them. Does that make sense? Like use yeah. them in a sense. I feel like that's how it's going a lot of times. So that's why I'm just like, ah, stop looking at my story. Like you're annoying. <laughs> like I'm a mosquito. Like get out of here. Well, I feel like nowadays with like TikTok or Reels, like all the algorithms or even like for instance podcasts and stuff yeah. like that. I feel like it's so rigged, which I could be very biased because like I am a content creator and like I do TikTok and Reels and like all different kinds of stuff. But it's so frustrating because for instance like you know people that push their you know i don't know if you do that um you pay to push a post yeah you brand it you use yeah. the like custom brand no we no. don't use that either yeah no we don't because that's one big thing because i know people that um that'll push their stuff and 
I mean, they're guaranteed like 50,000 views on stump stuff. Like for instance, like an ad, um, you know, one of our good buddies over at vintage snaps, Trey Edwards, he pays for a lot of stuff to push, to get his ads. Well, he's also making a return on it because people click his ad and make money, which makes sense in that. But I know like personally, like with my TikTok, like I, uh, I applied for like the creator fund. So I get paid to make videos, but like, it's not anything crazy, but I have noticed my views go way down because I get paid per view. And so like when I post a video, my views aren't getting pushed because they have to pay me to be able to do that. Yeah. Which I mean, obviously I could be a lot biased on that just because it'd be like, Oh, I think that's a great video and it doesn't get any views. But I, I have heard other people say the same thing. It's just, it's tough trying to balance it because as a content creator, you want to put stuff out there. You want to get views, you want to get likes, but it's frustrating because it's like, why is this not getting it? You know, as, as a content creator as well, like making stuff, I find it harder nowadays to get, you know, people's longer attention spans. You know, every reel you see nowadays on TikTok, it's gone from, you know, at the start, like a 30-second dancing video. It used to watch the thing the whole way through. Mm -hmm. And then it got down to like 15 seconds, whatever, shorts, like a, a comedy skit or a podcast, whatever. And now there's like TikToks down to like five, six seconds or just like loops, loops. And they're getting more views than ever right, because yeah. they're so short, but they keep people's attention. And I just think it's hard to, you know, come up with constant content with such short attention spans. And that's why you see your fluctuation in videos and views, I think, personally. Yeah. So, Bethany, let me ask you this. Like, with this whole world moving to that kind of short clip deal are you trying to learn more about reels and tiktoks like you did with photography to begin with and be able to market yourself that way or do you think you'll kind of just stick to you know the photography side so right now i'm probably just gonna stick to the photography because that's where a lot of my clients are i have still i'm getting inquiries like every day like just for all kinds of stuff and that's where my like target audience is. Yeah, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So at this point in time, no, I've looked, I mean, I've looked into it a little bit. Like how can I do like little clips with my camera to put on TikTok or whatever? Mm-hmm. It's just not worth it. At this point in time, <laughs> yeah. at this point in time for me personally is not worth it. <laughs> so yeah, maybe one day, but not right now. <laughs> well, yeah, because you, you know, you talked about, you know, you having your schedule slam packed. If for instance, if you did learn how to do the TikToks or reels or stuff and you got more clients, like how do you juggle that? You know, if you're already slam packed now, like you'd, I'd have, to hire you'd have to hire people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you see it where like, is that where you plan to go in the future? Yeah, pretty much. Um, near future. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're, Crossing our fingers here. Um, but, yeah, so hopefully within, before the summer is over, I'm hoping to at least have one other person on my team that I can train and teach them to do exactly what I do and hope for the best that I can hire them out to, you know, right. yeah. to go go to a wedding for me in my place so we can book two weddings on the same day. Or, and you make know. even more money. Yeah. That's exactly. cool. That's good to see growth yeah. some more. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think you're, like, end goal is like a whole photography company with a studio and everything or is it just like this freelance thing that you got I, going? I would love to have a studio um after I have my own house <laughs> you know we're gonna work on first things first but um yeah so I'd love to have a studio but I also think that studio photography is kind of I don't want to say it's dying out but it, yeah 
more people are wanting like outdoorsy like Mm -hmm. in our area everyone wants a picture in a pasture with a cow behind them (laughs) like that's what they want so that's what i'm trying to give them for the moment you know what i mean so we'll see as trends change but they always come around yeah i'd love to have an office though to just sit in like like a just a space to work just a space this big just so i can just breathe and have all my camera equipment organized very well right now we're kind of squished into you know but one day we'll see well let me ask you this how what you talked about like not necessarily having that space how like what's your day-to-day look like like do you wake up you go shoot pictures or is it most of your time editing or are you more in the field taking pictures more editing and emails and making timelines for weddings because for weddings you have to have a photography timeline they have to know when they need to be ready and all that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. that's pretty much my nine to five I would say and then um Saturdays almost every Saturday or every other Saturday I'm doing a wedding Sundays are full of just regular sessions I have probably two to three sessions a week just on a weekday so yeah it's pretty much like no, non stop. Yeah. It's keep going, yeah. keep going, keep going. I think that's the struggle of, you know, I don't want to say struggle, but I think that is the main concern that every self business owner has. You right. know, you don't, you're the business, you're the boss. You can't escape. This is your company. Right. Yeah. So 24 7, you're going to be thinking about most yep. of the time, how can <laughs> I make this better? How can I keep it going? How do I keep growing? Yeah. And I think that's what every young, you know, entrepreneur finds. That's yeah. the hard part. For sure. Keep convincing yourself to keep going. Yeah. Well, I have a question for you. For somebody kind of like Nathan or, you know, somebody. No, I'm serious. Like start now on the photography end. What is like some of your equipment basis? Like what, what camera do you have? What, uh, what would you recommend for somebody to start out? Like a starter pack. Okay. So what I have now is not what I would recommend for a starter um okay. and uh, only reason I say that is because it's very all of my stuff is very expensive and if you're not you need to know if you want to get into this like yeah. full-time before you jump that far but definitely look into like do you shoot with Canon or Nikon or uh no mine's a Luminex which okay. is made by Panasonic okay so that's more like videography stuff yeah yeah you know um, so I don't know a whole b- lot about that, but I know with Canon, if you get like one of their basic like mirrorless cameras, mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful <laughs> pictures. <laughs> mirrorless is the way it's the move right now. So okay, that's yeah. what everyone's switching over to. Yeah, that's what my camera is right now. It so. is okay. Yeah. yeah, like I said, I don't. I, I know about my stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but just a basic like mirrorless um, setup, and then kind of go from there. Um, depending on what kind of photography you're wanting to get into. Um, Like with wildlife, I would just like base, and I'm only saying this because this is what I did, but search like what lenses do I need for wildlife (laughs) photos if I have this brand or whatever, you know. So that's the best advice I can give anybody because that's what I did. That's the only, that's the only, if you don't use what I'm using, like, that's the only advice I can give you. (laughs) I don't know if that makes sense or not. Yeah, we get it. Because of photography, there's so many different branches. I mean, you're not just squeezing a button because you've got, you know, you've got action, you know, you got sports photography, you've got wildlife, you've got weddings, portraits, like all different kinds of stuff, videography. And so like whenever you get into that world, which I'm realizing now, like when you're getting into there, it's, like I said, a whole different language. You've got to YouTube everything because, mm-hmm. like, yes. there's 
certain lenses don't fit on certain cameras and they're you know you can't necessarily cross platforms on some stuff and it's just it's a lot it's you a know, lot it of research lot. it's a lot of it is a lot of learning um i find that some people get intimidated by it like there's people out there that have creative ideas and they can put it together in their head how they want their video to look but when they go to a computer or need to use the software they find it overwhelming they can't you know figure mm -hmm. it out but with the you know advances in it i think it's pretty you know self-explanatory with you know tiktok has it now or you can use it straight on their app instagram has the same thing too and it'll pretty much walk you through all the steps the video editing i think you know for somebody starting out for videography like a hand stabilizer yeah nate knows yeah. what i'm talking about for your phone because nowadays phones i mean they can record just as good as cameras sometimes mm. um and i would say a tripod just so you can make sure your shots are still yeah, yeah. For sure. I really want to get one of those. Uh, have you seen the gyro balls where it's like a handheld and like any yes. motion you make, it yes. stays like, yeah. I yes. want one so they bad. They are so nice. I held one one time because I work with videographers all the time yeah. at weddings and I've held one one time and I was just like, I need this just for fun. <laughs> like, just to have it. I don't, I'm not doing video, but I just need to have it. Well, like literally because all the stuff that I do, like I'm either moving around, like I'm not camping out to take a picture, like maybe in the future, but I'm not right, um, right now. And so like, I figured like I could get a cool video like on a horse or something because you're always bumping up and down oh, yeah. and the whole gyro ball will be able to get the yeah. whole focus but if y'all have never seen one of those look them up they're super super cool now i'm i'm a videographer guy i do like shorts like action boat shots hunting videos i'm getting into i haven't released my first one yet but i'm really excited to it's a kind of duck hunting clip it look pretty cool i hope but um <laughs> i use you know adobe like premiere um pro uh to edit all the podcast videos or any side um, videos I'm doing. Now, I'm curious, as a photographer, what do, you, what do you use to edit your photos? I typically just use Adobe Lightroom. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's they do so have, simple. Yes, they do have a Adobe Lightroom Classic as well. Um, Classic is a little bit better um, because you can get, like when you're changing colors and stuff, you can get more precise, like what you're looking for. Okay. But it's a lot harder, for some reason, it's so much harder to just understand. So, I'm still using Lightroom. I know I'm, yeah. you know, it's easy. It's It gets the job done. I think that's what most people want when they're editing. Something easy. Something yeah. that they can navigate and learn quickly. Yeah, for me, like as a beginner, um, you know, I had a friend that told me about Lightroom. And they were like, yeah, you, I mean, anything you edit, it's very simple. Like, it's, if you pay for, I think the subscription for month is like four bucks, um, like for the app. Um, and it will literally take you to a point and says recommended filters for this picture. And it'll come up with, you know, tons of all these filters. And obviously if you want to get more precise, you can, you know, change your focus points and everything like that. But I love that because it was like, okay, me as a newbie trying to put out good pictures, I can literally scan my picture and all these filters pop up and I can kind of get recommended. Yeah, yeah exactly. Kind of what I want. And once you find what you want, you can make your own preset and exactly. use that for everything. So that's what I do is I have one preset. Well, I have, okay. A couple different presets for different things, but, um, one main preset and I use that on all my pictures and then I just go in and edit. Like if the photo was taken dark, I lighten it up yeah. and then mm -hmm. that kind of thing. But are yeah. now are you using the paid subscription version of Lightroom? I'm I have, well, yes, but it's, I have, 
what they call creative cloud. So oh, I yeah, get, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, like, the Lightroom, Lightroom Classic, Photoshop. All of them. I think I get Premiere Pro. Yeah, yeah. And there's, like, another one that I don't know what it is, but I have it. It's in the subscription. So if you don't know what we're talking about at home, the Adobe Premiere Cloud is, you know, editing software for everything you can think of. Yeah. Soundtracks, podcast, uh, video, audio, whatever. Um, Lightroom video, all kinds of stuff. It's really mm-hmm. cool. And you can get it all for, I think it's like offering now like $120 a year. Yeah. And then if you have a college uh, email, it's like $45 a year. <laughs> Fun fact, I still try to keep my college yeah, email well, so I can get like, Yeah, stuff. man. So, I still use my, my ID yes. card every yeah. once in a while. Yes. When we go back down to Fort Myers, like I'm like, oh. I'm a student. <laughs> They're like, uh, is that really old? I'm like, yeah, I can't find my new one. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry about it. But it's, I, that's so funny um, that you say that because uh, I forgot what I was going to say. No, it's okay. Um, well, it's you know, good. speaking of FGCU, we can roll back into yeah. it like that because I wanted to hit those yeah. points with the FGCU. We'll, we'll cut back into this right here. Yeah. Okay. You know, speaking of FGCU, um, we kind of skipped this part. Normally we do this part in the beginning, but I wanted to ask, you know, Whenever you got there and you were doing all the, uh, it was physical therapy, correct? Or exercise science. Mm -hmm, Um, What was the life down there? Because I know you travel all the time with photography. Do you ever want to go back to Fort Myers and take pictures? Absolutely. I (laughs) go back every once in a while um, because I still have clients. I mean, I have clients that are down there. um, And if we ever find something fun to do, we'll just go down there and hang out for the weekend or whatever. Um, But it's definitely a college that is based around the wildlife like they are very good about conserving the wildlife around them and it was actually a, the land was donated by ben hill griffin so like oh, it was kind of like if yeah. you don't conserve this like we're yeah. gonna take the money yeah. back from you or you know i don't know yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. how it works but you know so yeah so um so much wildlife um and i love just being down there it's so pretty down there um it's, it's growing a lot but it's very it's still very pretty yeah, I bet since the uh, the hurricane, have yeah. you been down there since the hurricane? Yeah. Uh, what was the devastation like down there? So we weren't able to go, oh, I still haven't really been able to go to like Fort Myers Beach or anything, which was where it was really bad, or Sanibel or any, um, Pine Island or anything, but mm-hmm. just driving, we went the week, the weekend afterwards, oh. and because we were already planning on going down there, and we just were like, oh, well, we're still going to go, we're going to take donations, that kind of thing, um, just in downtown like, you could tell, like, you could see where the water, because it flooded all through downtown. So, you could see where the water was. You could see just so many, like, places. Like, trees were everywhere, which, I mean, trees were everywhere here, too. But, like, yeah. just, it was it was very sad. Well, and they got just, the blunt of the impact. Yeah. They yeah. got the first punch. Yeah. So, I can only imagine, like, what it actually looked like on the beach. The um, day after or yeah. something. That's crazy. Yeah, I never, uh, I never went down there after the hurricane. Um, but it was kind of... We've asked this question several times because, I mean, that was a big event in the state of Florida. Yes. I mean, and we have people, you know, I don't think we've had anybody from out of state originally. I mean, we've had people living in other states. Um, but, I mean, everybody that we've had on are Floridians. So we like to kind of ask that question and get that perspective because, you know, they're all over the state of Florida too. Yeah. You know, what are some of the spots for Myers to hit up? I was, I was going to ask you that earlier too, but I forgot. Um, so... My favorite spot down there, even still to this day, we go every single time we go down there, um, is Fort Myers Brewing Company. Never Uh, been. It's a brewery down there. Amazing. Always food trucks. Always fun stuff. You're Um, a fan of breweries, aren't you? Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was also like right, 
like two blocks from my apartment. So it was very oh, convenient okay. to be able to walk home, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but there, and then there's another brewery called Crazy Dingo Brewery. Very cool name. They're actually, it's like a farmer's market, but there's a brewery at the farmer's market. Okay. So when you go, there's like a little petting zoo. There's little goats and um, it's cows. It was, it's a, at it's a brewery? Cool experience. Yeah. A white girl's cream. Cool. Yes, yes. There's, <laughs> there's all kinds of plants. It's, it's, it's great. It's a great time. Oh my gosh. I couldn't imagine having like drunk girls trying to <laughs> pet a Let me go or something. Have you ever seen those pictures of... Um, which you might have um the girls that do like yoga with, with goats. the goats yeah yeah like i feel like you would go there and take pictures of girls doing yoga with goats. <laughs> what, what the hell is the benefit yeah what of is that, that? Anyway, I, don't like, know. I think it's just the happiness that comes from a goat i don't know They're you have cute. goats now we do have goats we just had a baby lamb he's so cute yeah but the goats if i like squat down or bend down our we have mini goats and they will straight up just jump on my back so See, like I don't just, just doing I just, yoga. I just think you it's funny. Fun? I don't know. <laughs> oh Saturday morning, catch Bethany doing goat <laughs> yoga. <laughs> uh, I just, awesome. So if you could, if you could recommend any spot in Fort Myers, you know, I know there's a couple of hot spots. Like I always liked going down to Bunchy Beach. I don't know if mm-hmm. you're familiar. It's local hot spots. If you could recommend that um, to anyone, uh, anybody, where would you recommend? So I was more of. I like the quiet stuff mm-hmm. a little bit. So I would go to like Lover's Key um, Beach or like Bonita Beach, which mm-hmm. Bonita, yeah, Bonita Springs, right? Yeah, yeah. Bonita, Bonita Springs. There's a lot of old people down there, but it's a lot quieter and it's not the party place. But if you're looking to party, well, Fort Myers Beach was the place to go. I'm not sure now. I'm not, like I had said, I haven't been, but that yeah. was the, that was the spot. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was down there at school, that was the spot for spring break. We would uh, go yeah. play our doubleheader. On our Tuesday and go to Lonnie, Lonnie Kai. Kai. <laughs> yeah, Lonnie Kai. We go to Lonnie Kai on Wednesday and then have to be back at the field Thursday morning at like seven. Yeah. Dragging ass. Feeling rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like this is a perfect time to kind of like get into our snap yes. questions. And uh, we, ha- you know, we learned a little bit more about you um, with FGCU. Um, well, Bethany, if you could have three people um, out to dinner that are alive, um, where would you go and who would they be? Uh, who would they be? Um, first one would definitely be like Steve Irwin, I guess. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. uh, that's a first. <laughs> that's a first. Yeah. So, um, I mean, for obvious reasons, I mean, we yeah. grew up watching him. We all love wildlife. Yes, we do. Screw know? that dang stingray. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah. that crushed so many people's hearts. I can't tell you. I it's cried when I heard that. It was terrible. I mean, cause you turn on animal planet, especially our you generation. Know, so that's one of those things where like people, which we were too young. Well, I think we were too kind of young to remember, like we remember like 9-11. Nine. Yeah, well. So we were too young yeah, to remember 9-11. But you know how people are always like, and this yeah. is not, okay, not in any way the same yeah, yeah, yeah. at all. Just want to put that out there. But people remember where they were. We remember where we were when we heard Steve Irwin die. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, in the mall. <laughs> I, I was in the mall. I was at school. I was like, I was, I'm pretty sure I was at school. I, I was, was at the mall. I was in the mall with my dad, and he got a little thing on his phone. He was like, oh, no, Steve Irwin. Yeah. I was like. What? That's so sad. Have you seen his sons doing like something yes. similar? He does. He does wildlife. They look exactly the same. Oh yeah. His his son does wildlife photography. That's and cool. And I, yeah. So he's really he's amazing. So you should probably look into that. Yeah. <laughs> so, See what he's yeah. using. Yeah. <laughs> and then his daughter, I think, married some guy from random guy from Florida. Yeah, I did see something. that. I don't, She's I got great taste. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Florida boys. Yeah. Florida boys. I feel like the natural like Florida man. 
like relates so much to like an Austral- uh, Australian. Like I yeah, feel like they correlate yeah, so well. In yes. a sense, same kind of, I mean, not the same exact landscape, but the same kind of dangers. Yeah. Scary, <laughs> yeah. scary animals and stuff. So we got Steve Rowan. Um, and then I'd probably say like Osceola, the chief? Seminole chief. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. That is definitely because cool. Because... You know, I just kind of ask him, like, what do you think about Florida? Like, right now. Like, what do you think it's... He wouldn't have any words to say. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, Have you ever read the uh, book, A Land Remembered? Yes. So, I'm actually, so I've read it before, and I'm listening to the audio book. And, side little clip, I'm trying to build my reading repertoire. Um, I'm not a good, (laughs) I'm not a good, I I can read fine, but I don't like to read that much. And so, I've been buying audio books. And so, what I want to do is listen to audio books. I'm listening to Lamb Remembered and write little notes in a book and then put it up in a bookshelf. Never even touch the book. Just buy the book so it's on a bookshelf. Um, (laughs) But, uh, that was a little snippet. Um, But about, about the Lamb Remembered... It talks about like in the first little bit where like this old guy who's seen old Florida and it's seen it all develop and it actually like is all ruined and he's all grumpy and that it remind sorry that was a complete like no, rabbit hole but it reminds me exactly hole of, that I would have went down yeah, to. <laughs> it reminds me exactly of uh, Osceola but that's cool that's yeah. the first two you've had two first you're two for two yeah, those are third? very cool yeah okay I gotta make it a good one right yeah <laughs> honestly I would say Jimmy Fallon. Only, okay. nice. only because his laugh is really funny. And I think <laughs> That's it. it? That's the only laugh. reason? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I just think he has a good laugh, and I think it would make me happy just listening to him. <laughs> that dinner would be very, very diverse. Very diverse. Very diverse. But, you know, you learn a lot about <laughs> yeah, nature. So. Yeah, I'm trying to, like, comprehend, like, sitting down at a table with Osceola, <laughs> Steve Irwin, and uh, yeah. Ricky Fallon. Or I would, yeah, Jimmy yeah. Fallon. Jimmy Fallon, not Rick. I feel like he would just be laughing the whole time, and then they would Steve Irwin and Osceola would actually be talking, talking about, about land. things, yeah. <laughs> talking about land and stuff. That's, not, that's a cool three, though. That unique. Would be that's our most unique three. Oh, good. I'll give you that. <laughs> All right, our next question: You know, you're a small business owner, and this might could help you out. If me and Nate were to give you a hundred thousand dollars, what would you do with it, and why? First, I would upgrade some of my gear. Okay. Second, I would pay off the very little debt that I have right now. Okay. <laughs> um, and then the rest of it, I would probably invest in something. Not sure what. I don't know if I would try to start a new business and or just throw it in some stock somewhere. I have no idea. I would mm-hmm. consult with a professional on that one. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, That's I feel smart. like that is very smart. I uh, I actually like I've been thinking about several investments and stuff like that. Um, there's a thing called a CD, which don't ask me what CD stands for, <laughs> but it's uh basically an account that has like aggressive like interest that grow um like that has a very high interest rate. And so once you put your money in there, um, it'll grow the interest rate. But at the same time, uh, your money's like locked in for a certain amount of time, so you can't touch for like a year or five years or yeah. whatever. And so I feel like that'd be a cool thing if you were yeah. looking into that. That would be good. That would be a good way to start, you know, little and earn quick. Yeah, with your own money. So we've got a new question. Um, I don't think we've ever asked this question before. I don't think so either. Um, so I thought about it earlier, and uh, Bethany, would you rather be eternally happy with only making thirty thousand dollars a year, or be extremely depressed until you pass away with a billion dollars? So. <laughs> Is this, this is kind of hard. hard question yeah. because, yeah. like I said, I work hard and I don't want to work harder and not only make thirty thousand dollars a year. But, <laughs> yeah. 
This is happiness. I'm going to say I'm going to go with being happy. Yeah. Because I just feel like that's the right answer. And I also would get Matt to get a job and, like, be the principal somewhere. Yeah. Like, he would have to level up good. a little bit. looking out for your man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we her, can make uh, it, do a good team, be a good team right there. Matt's <laughs> her boyfriend, for those of y'all that uh, that's don't know. That's a good <laughs> answer. Like, oh, that's so nice. Yeah, so no, nice. I'd, I'd definitely have to do the 30000 and be happy. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, to be in, a, like, a, such a lull, but, like, you have all the money in the world, but, like, even yeah. if you're seeing the prettiest thing in the world, you're still extremely depressed. But how can, how, you know, I mean, how depressed can you be beyond being a billionaire? But that's See, the thing. That's you, the you have to be so depressed. There's so many ways you could answer that question. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. That it's is just, true. It's hard to... But you, you're thinking about it from a state of mind where of somebody that's not extremely depressed. And so you could have Correct. all the... Yeah. yeah. So Correct. like you have all the money in the world and be like, oh, I could do this and this and that would make me happy, but it wouldn't because you're extremely depressed. And yeah. I would definitely have to go with the happiness for $30,000 a year. You I can't. could start shuffling money around and start saving up in different ways. Right. <laughs> Is that? Am I allowed to have a side job of my $30,000 a year? Nope, no? that's it. That's it. <laughs> Oh, that's hard. That doesn't mean you can't invest it. That you is just true. only make thirty thousand. You just gotta pl- you gotta be so smart. If Move you can, diligently. if you can turn thirty thousand into like millions in retirement, that would be the way to do well, it. Well, there's yeah. TV shows nowadays with former CEOs starting off with literally no money and working their way up to millions. It's crazy. Yeah, small loan of a million dollars. Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we have a nice you know finalized question for you. I think it's a good fit. Again, because you're a small business owner. Where do you see yourself in 15 years? I don't know. <laughs> That's totally okay. Honestly, by the on, way. Like, I, I honestly have no idea because I like want to say I, I see myself still doing photography, doing weddings and stuff. But I also, what if I, at that point, I've already made my $100 million and yeah. I'm going to be traveling somewhere, yeah, you know? Okay. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I guess the goal is to make the billion and not yeah, have to be extremely exactly, depressed. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I think if I worked my way up to a billion, like, I wouldn't be depressed. I'd be, right. like, pretty happy of what I've built. Oh, yeah, of course. If you can, <laughs> if you could work your way up there, not, like, just you know. be depressed. Here's a billion dollars, but you got to be depressed. Yeah, yeah, that's just hard. That's yeah, hard. It's, it's hard. such it's a tough question. It's hard to comprehend. That might be another question we need to start asking people because it's such yeah. a thought-provoking like yeah. question. It's definitely a good question. Yeah, it is. And it's a good gravel hole spark, too. Oh, yeah. But, Bethany, you know, thank you so much for coming on tonight. We know you're a very busy woman. You take pictures all over the States. Um, do you want to shout out your socials for all of our people listening? Sure. Um, my Instagram is b.rayphoto. Okay. Um, Facebook, you can just type in Bethany Respiris Photography and it should come up. And I think that's all I have. You know, you right. can check out that cool <laughs> reel that she put together, those puppets yes. at that wedding. Yes, yes. I, did, I thought that was pretty cool. Yes. I didn't know. It's a reel, by the way, not a photo. It's yes. a reel. Yeah. <laughs> but if you if you would DM me and you're like, hey, can you send me the photo? I'll send it to you. <laughs> now, if people wanted to schedule you, where would they go? Yeah, so go to, you can either go to my Instagram or my Facebook and go to my the link has my website and just go there to the contact page and that's how I do all my bookings try to stay away from phone numbers and stuff so I have a personal life a little bit yeah yeah. um, yeah, email is kind of the best way to reach me and all that should be in the link or on the website so awesome awesome yeah so uh if y'all want to like what y'all saw uh, on this episode yes. if y'all want to follow us on uh social media we are Absolutely. rule the one podcast um we're on youtube uh 
all Instagram. Yeah, just all name them. them. We got them. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, yeah. keep hitting that following and subscribe button on the Spotify and YouTube. It really does help us out. It boosts, or boosts us in the algorithm. And, uh, you know, we'll have Bethany's page on there, too. So go check her out. And this Friday night, we're having a coop night. Yes, so y'all come out and support us. Absolutely. Come check it out. Well, I think we're doing a beer pong tournament. Yeah. We're going to try to, at least. We'll see if we can't get the college environment out Yeah. There. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much, Bethany. Yes, thank, thank you. Guys. you. And we'll see y'all next week. Peace.